Let's face it, owning your own business is demanding. It's not surprising that 84% of business owners are working more than 40 hours per week, and that 72% feel overwhelmed by their roles and responsibilities. How can you reduce your stress while accomplishing what needs to get done? Stick with us as we discuss how to make progress on your business goals every day so you can achieve success without the overwhelm and drama. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hey, Megan. Hey, Teresa. You know, you're a business owner, so I think this you'll be able to relate to. I'd suffice it to say that business owners everywhere have this one thing in common. They are trying to do too much. Yep. Small business owners have too many responsibilities, even if they work with a small team. Solopreneurs end up trying to do it all themselves. Megan and I get it. We're both solopreneurs, and we don't have access to endless amounts of cash and help. Unfortunately. Right. <laughs> yes. And while Teresa, <laughs> yeah, yet. <laughs> and while Teresa and I have both outsourced our fair share, we're still left with quite a hefty to-do list. Often, we're left with the decisions of what to do and what to let go. Right. It's just not possible to do every single thing in your business yourself, at least not well. You'll either drive yourself mad working 18 hours a day without any real progress to show for your effort, or worse, you'll choose the wrong work to do. That means no meaningful progress at all. Yikes. Not making progress means that I'm wasting my time and I don't like that. I don't have time to waste. We've all heard the saying, work less, achieve more. That sounds great. Heck, it's even a saying that you'd see on a t-shirt. But what does it mean and can you really achieve more by doing less? That's a fair question. Working less means doing more of the right things and less of everything. Every entrepreneur goes through a phase where they believe that they have to try everything. And when that happens, every strategy and tactic looks interesting. And every opportunity that comes across their path seems like a good one. You've likely adopted that same perspective to one degree or another. This will not help you make progress. So if that's the case, what does help you make progress in your business? Well, you make progress by writing down clear goals and then choosing the actions you take based on whether or not that activity will get you closer to your goals. Exactly. When you know what you want, everything becomes easier. You work less on the wrong things and more on the right things. And when you're working on the right things, those actions that help you achieve your business goals, you can reach those goals. When you don't know what you want, then it's easy to get distracted by all the things you think you need to do. Trust me when I tell you that you are doing unnecessary things in your business. Yeah, that's busy work. Busy work encompasses tasks like checking email and social media, taking online courses, and basically anything that doesn't help you achieve your goals. Busy work distracts you from what's important. So focus on what moves you forward, not what keeps you busy. 
I couldn't agree more. There are a lot of variables to consider when you own your own business. Even if you've written out your goals and started to build good habits around how you work, a lot can go wrong if you're not paying attention. As I've helped my clients achieve their business goals over the years, I've developed a framework that helps them be super intentional with their efforts. I usually reserve this framework for my clients, but I thought it'd be helpful to share it with all of you today. Sound good? That sounds great. I mean, here's the deal. I did not know that Teresa had developed a framework until a couple of months ago. Even so, we've not discussed it in detail, so I'm super excited to hear more about it. And I think we're really lucky that she's sharing her insider secrets with us. And I'm really excited to share. Okay, so you've probably heard that the path to success is to take action on your business every day, but I disagree. I know a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners who take action all over the place, but have very little to show for it. I've been there myself. I'd get to the end of a very busy day, but I couldn't tell you what I'd accomplished. And if I did accomplish something, I couldn't say why it mattered to my business. Here's the thing. It's not enough to just take action in your business every day. You have to be deliberate with your actions. Knowing your business goals helps determine those actions. Because when you know your business goals, it's easier to create a plan to achieve them. It's the same with content strategy. A plan helps you focus on the right actions so that essentially you do less work. And the work you do engage in is super effective and contributes to your bigger goals. Mm-hmm. You know I love a good plan. Having one is important, but there's more that goes into the ability to achieve your business goals. You make progress on your business goals by taking action. That's A-C-T-I-O-N. It's a six-step framework designed to move you forward. Here's what it stands for. A is for align your actions. C is for capitalize on your strengths. T is for take control of your time. I is for integrate the right tools and strategies. O is for organize to optimize. And N is for navigate challenges. That sounds fantastic. Oh my goodness. I'm obsessed with frameworks that use acronyms. <laughs> that and anything monogrammed. Seriously, you can put my name or initials on nearly anything and I'll cherish it forever. <laughs> I'm a sucker for personalization. Anyway, Teresa, please take us through each step so that we can apply the framework and take more purposeful action. Absolutely. Okay. Step one of the action framework is to align your actions. What does that mean? It means that you first need to get clarity around what you want. Once you do, then you'll create effective goals for your business. The business goals you create then determine the actions you take. The actions you take are your plan, right? That's right. When your actions are in alignment with your goals, you'll be on track to achieve them. Activities that take you away from reaching those business goals shouldn't even be on your to-do list. Essentially, a plan helps you streamline your activities. As a result, you'll save time and business will be easier. Yes. However, there is more to achieving your business goals than just having a plan. And that's why step two of the action framework is to capitalize on your strengths. We all have gifts. There are things you are good at and other things you are not so good at. Gay Hendricks, the author of The Big Leap, says that our activities in the world occur in four main zones. The zone of incompetence, 
which is made up of all the activities you're not good at, the zone of competence, which is made up of activities that you can do, but can be done by others just as well. The zone of excellence, which is made up of activities that you're extremely good at. And finally, the zone of genius, which is made up of activities that are uniquely suited to you. Unfortunately, you're spending the majority of your time in the zone of competence. Operating in this zone consistently will prevent you from making forward progress in your business. When you capitalize on your strengths, however, you propel yourself forward in an unprecedented way. This is the zone of genius. I'm thinking that a lot of business owners actually spend a lot of time in the zone of incompetence too, since they're doing it all in their business. I know I have. I'm thinking about areas like accounting and finance, at least for me. Okay, so the zone of genius is the sweet spot. But my question is, how many small business owners can realistically spend all of their time there? I mean, I'd live there if I could, but I haven't been able to. I know. That's really a challenge. There are lots of things that happen in your business that need your attention. But when it comes to accomplishing your business goals, you'll get there faster and make more money if you focus on the things uniquely suited to you. Let's use Megan as an example. Don't make that face at me. (laughs) (laughs) So recently she and I were having a discussion about marketing in general. And Megan shared with me that while she was well-versed in many different areas of marketing, content marketing is her sweet spot. Do you remember what else you told me, Megan? Yes, I do. I said that when I veered too far off the content and content marketing path with my services, I regretted it. So I'm aware that my personal zone of genius revolves around content. My earning potential and my output are at their best and highest when I focus on those things that are related to content. If I even stick my pinky toe outside the zone of content-related products and services, the work gets harder and I'm less motivated. Exactly. So think about what activities are uniquely suited to you. And here's a hint. It usually relates to your earning potential. This is the place where you thrive. And I know what you're thinking, but Teresa, what about all the other things that have to get done in my business? There is no time. But don't worry, my framework addresses that. Time management is the number one struggle for most business owners. That's why step three of the action framework is to take control of your time. Of course, it's going to be impossible to stay in your zone of genius 100% of the time. But I promise you that if you align the actions you take with your business goals and you capitalize on your strengths, you're going to have more time. I can see that. You'll be focused on what matters rather than on every opportunity or every action that seems like the right one. That means less work. You can then spend more time in your zone of genius and less time on those other things that have to get done. Bingo. And you'll also spend no time on the things you shouldn't be doing at all. That will free up time for sure, but it's not the only way to free it up. The bottom line is that you're wasting tons of time every single day, whether you realize it or not. There are a plethora of ways to leverage your time. Eliminating useless tasks is only one of them. You have to control the narrative around your time. Wade Goodall said, if you don't take control of your time, someone else will. So you decide how you're going to spend your time. You control your calendar and you decide what is and isn't a good use of your time. 
That's definitely a lesson I learned the hard way. <laughs> All right, what's next? Step four of the action framework is to integrate the right tools and strategies that will support achieving your business goals. Now, I confess, I love technology. I admit that I'm a bit of a technophile. I just love tools from my mobile phone to my computers to online software. I'm a bit of a junkie. I can get totally distracted by a new tool. Well, since we're confessing, there may or may not have been a time or 10 where I've enabled Teresa with a text that read, have you seen this app sumo deal? <laughs> yep. It gets me every time. But in all seriousness, if you're going to use tools in your business and who isn't in this day and age, you need to make sure that they work for you and not the other way around. Right. Setting up notifications on your phone may seem like a good idea, but if those dings, rings, and chimes are a constant source of distraction, it's time to rethink that strategy. Yep. The same holds true for techniques and strategies you're currently using or want to try. You want to make sure that you're using those that make sense for the type of business you have and the phase of business you are in. For example, if you're new to content marketing, it's best not to jump in with the most advanced, most involved strategy. Starting small with something more simple would yield better results. Those small results help to build momentum. Then you can grow into bolder strategies. This way, you don't waste time on things that aren't right for your business or you aren't ready for yet. Plus, when you integrate the right tools and strategies, you avoid frustration and overwhelm. And you feel more motivated by that momentum, as Megan mentioned. Step five of the action plan is organize to optimize. Don't roll your eyes at me. You are wasting valuable time looking for that document you just created. You know you've done it. If your computer desktop or your actual desktop are covered with piles of documents and files, it's time to organize. There's nothing more annoying than wasting 10, 15, 20 minutes or more searching for something that you need. And it's devastating when you don't find it at all and have to recreate it from scratch. Honestly, this is not a good use of your time. So true. I've noticed that disorganization also opens up the door to distraction. You go to look for something specific in that pile of folders on your desk only to come across something else that piques your interest. That spurs another thought, and before you know it, you're on Pinterest looking at designer shoes or, in my case, the latest fan life video. Or AppSumo drooling over some new tech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're on our last step. And this is the one that I believe is the most important because nobody's talking about it. Step six of the action framework is to learn how to navigate challenges. It would be utopia if all of your plans went perfectly. But unfortunately, we don't live in utopia, which means that sometimes you'll encounter challenges when it comes to achieving your business goals. Challenges are a normal part of life. You can run from them or you can learn to navigate them. That choice is entirely yours. We dedicated an entire episode to the topic of what to do and not to do when your goal achievement hits a snag. When you learn to negotiate the inevitable issues you'll encounter, something special happens. Instead of letting issues derail your progress and mess with your mindset, you'll instead look at them as an opportunity to learn and grow. That's a good thing. That's so true. 
You'll also get better at handling the problems and finding solutions. The more practiced you are, the easier challenges will be to deal with. Just to clarify, we're not wishing you lots of challenges so you can practice, though. <laughs> of course not. What kind of podcast host would we be? <laughs> I hope you understand how important it is to take action on your business goals so that you can make progress and succeed. We've only scratched the surface of what's possible when you implement this framework. I want to point out, though, that you do not have to do these steps in any particular order. If your world is a cluttered mess, start organizing to optimize. If you aren't using your time wisely, take control of your time. If you've got your business goals written down and you're ready to move forward, align your actions and capitalize on your strengths. As we like to say, start small. It doesn't matter where, it only matters that you start. And if there's a part of the framework you don't need, then don't do it. We're big proponents of not doing unnecessary work. One size doesn't fit all, so personalize the steps in the framework based on your needs. And remember that things in business and life are usually messy for a while before they improve. Embrace those messy moments because they teach you valuable lessons. And don't forget to use Teresa's framework to help hone your goal setting and planning skills. Okay, that's it for this episode. You can get the show notes and transcript at MessyDeskPodcast.com. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you, and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy, because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. And both outsourced our fair shore. Our fair shore? Uh, I do want to go to the beach. <laughs> Me too. Do <laughs> the right. ocean waves. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the that best one. one ever. So my, bra- my brain was like, 80s. <laughs> But there's more that goes into the ability to achieve your business goals. Did I just say achieve? Yeah, it, was, it sounded weird, but I was going to let it go because I figured people would figure it out. Just <laughs>